This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hey, welcome to another week of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lind Group located in Ventura, California. This week, we've got a good topic. I've titled it Housing for Your Retirement. We're going to be talking about housing, some expenses, some important things we need to consider in retirement. But hey, more importantly, as always, my good friend, my co-host is with me here, Tony Shore. Tony, thanks for joining us, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing, I always love doing the show with you, Michael, and uh, it's always a lot of fun. Interesting topic, housing in retirement or housing for your retirement. Right. This is uh this is a controversial and interesting topic. It it is very it's a current topic that I've heard a lot about and read a lot about recently. So uh this is a good one and I really appreciate it. How have you been? Good. Busy, busy. We you know, we're with the school season, all of that, we've all been cycling through the cold bugs. So the kids get it, the wife gets it, I get it, the kids get it, the uh-huh. wife gets it, I get it. It's a, it's a fun process always in the first half of the year, it seems. Yeah, we went through that a few weeks ago in my house, and I think fortunately we're beyond it, but uh, never say never. <laughs> so uh, this topic, it's a good one, right? Well, it's an important one, absolutely, because remember, you and I talk every week, and we regularly touch on kind of the, the obvious of financial planning 101. What we talk about is what do we need to do? first step, number one goal in order to organize any retirement planning picture. Step one, what's coming in from the world? We need to look at your social security. We need to look at your pensions. We need to look at your rental properties. We need to look at all those external income sources. We need to see what they are. We need to see how much they are. We then need to go through the analysis to see how to maximize them. We spot, you know, stress test them in case a spouse dies, what might happen to an income stream. Once we figure that out, then step two is we drill down on our client's expenses. How much are you spending now? How much are you projected to spend? I realize that spending habits are not a perfect science, but we can ballpark them and we can have a good estimate. And then step three is we look at the difference between what's coming in and what's going out to see what your income gap is. So today, the focus is on step two. We're gonna talk about our expenses. But inside of our expenses, Housing is a core expense. You have to live somewhere. And so for the most part, this is an expensive toy. Oh, yeah. Well, there's lots of expenses. I mean, everything from uh, utilities and upkeep and lawn care, all that stuff. Well, I know that gold toilet must have cost you something. (laughs) Ah, this isn't the the Trump (laughs) penthouse. No gold toilets in my house. But uh, thanks for thinking of me. Yeah. Well, it's funny. When I was reading this article... It goes on to talk about, you know, you have to consider things like utilities. So inside this U.S. News article, um, which I said was titled The High Cost of the Retirement Dream, called out people spent on average over $40,000. But then it started drilling down. It said that on average, 
Retirees spend a little over $3,400 a year on utilities, electricity generally being the largest one. Um, you have mortgage interest and charges averaging about $1,500 a year. Property taxes averaging a little over $2,000 a year. Maintenance and insurance costs averaging about $1,700 a year. And then just household furnishings, so kind of dealing with the basics about $1,300 a year. Now, once again, I got to keep reiterating, I love information, I love statistics, I love articles that give us credible information, but these might be undervalued numbers being that we're in Ventura County where property taxes might be a little higher. Um, fortunately, compared to other parts of the country, maybe we do have different uh, utility rates. Maybe we use a little less electricity than someone out in Palm Desert during the summertime running their AC. And maybe sure. we don't have as high of heating costs in the wintertime since we're not in a place where we have too much snow. But still, it all adds up. And even if you have your house paid off, it really these does. are all still reoccurring costs that you have year in, year out. And so it's yeah. a big consideration because what is yeah. the fundamental problem with retirement and collecting paychecks from Social Security and pensions and whatnot? You're on a fixed income. You just lost control. You you no longer go out in the world and say, oh my gosh, I need to pick up a side job. I need to do something more to bring in that extra income. We're a little more handcuffed. So we have to plan all of this housing stuff out before we get there. We just right. do. Yeah. Yeah. This is good to know. I mean, those figures, sometimes statistics can seem uh, boring, but that this is really good information to know. And I'm sure that it's easy for people out there, Mike, to underestimate their housing costs in retirement. I mean, how would you suggest people go about making their housing decisions for retirement? Well, that's a good question. It's a great question. I mean, the reality is we always have to start with the big picture. We have to start thinking about big picture. What is our goal? Because remember, once we've retired, perhaps the kids have moved out and things have changed. You don't have your job. The rules are different, so we have to identify what makes sense. So, I mean, some of the obvious questions. Um, what is your budget for renting or owning net of taxes? See, that's huge to me because we got to pay taxes, people, and we got to pay taxes on our retirement income sources, generally speaking. So we need to know what our budget is net of taxes. Um, did you view a home or condo as an investment opportunity or simply another cost of living? Because depending on how you're using that property and identifying that property can dictate if you really need it or not. Mm. Um, have you considered the risks that come with home ownership, the unexpected costs that might come your way? So these are some of the kind of the, the bigger themes we want to start considering initially before we drill down, because there's a lot of things we can do. And let me preface all this by saying, look, I'm not a lender. I'm not a realtor. I'm not a refire. I'm none of that stuff. So I'm not here to pitch, sell, motivate anybody to do anything. I do this simply with my certified financial planner hat on of saying, look, this is a big piece of our retirement puzzle that we need to evaluate. But hey, sure. one of the easy things, Tony, you know, you've got what, nine, 10, 12 kids floating around your house? <laughs> um, At least three. Eventually... The, the hope, maybe the maybe I should say the hope is eventually those three children will no longer be there. And when that day comes and it's just you and your wife, maybe you don't need as big of a house with as big of a yard with as many liabilities. Maybe just the idea of simply downsizing could be one simple step, maybe to a smaller home, maybe to a condo. 
heck, you know, just getting rid of some of the stress of having to mow the lawn and, you know, clean the yards and all that extra stuff might be of benefit to you. Because you also have to ask yourself, can I even do these things in retirement? You know, if you live in a place where it snows, do you have the aptitude, the ability and or the interest to want to go blower and rake out and scrape off the driveway from all that snow stuff? <laughs> you know, that could be tough, right? Right. You know, right. Of say, course, in California, in Ventura, that's not really a problem. But. Yeah, we don't even have to we don't even have to you know scrape off rain. We don't get any of that either. Yeah. The unfortunately. Um, well, it's the, the immediate issue here. But you look at all of that stuff, you know, do you want to be mowing lawns? Do you want to be dealing with with the yard stuff? Because living in a condo, sometimes that's the attractive benefit of a condo is there's a lot of nice condos in Ventura County. And you know what? It, more often than not, the condo HOA deals with the, the outside of your property and the yards and whatnot. That could be a good way to go. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I think that's really a great point. And um, obviously, my wife and I have talked about that. We we would love to live in a condo downtown. That's just the kind of people we are. And so when the kids are all grown up and out, I, I think that's what we're going to do. Of course, you know, uh, we make plans and then life happens. But <laughs> as you know, but uh, we'll see. Now, we're actually running out of time in this first segment. Michael, we have to take a quick commercial break. Is there anything you want to share with the listeners before we do? Anybody that's recently retired, planning on retiring, you really do need to put a lot of time and thought into your expenses before you retire. You need to make sure that your numbers match up. I just got a call today from some people that recently retired. They're in a panic, not realizing how much their health insurance was going to be uh, from 63 to 65 before Medicare. It's negatively impacting their fixed income retirement plans. You need to plan. You need to organize. Certainly give my office a call, 805-500-7035. Visit us at thelindgroup.com. Be more than happy to have a complimentary consultation to help you start organizing this big picture. But give us a call, 805-500-7035. All right. That sounds great. Thanks, Michael. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more from Michael Mansfield here on Financially Tuned right after this. There are many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call the Lynn Group at 805-500-7035 or visit us at financiallytunedradio.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and professionals who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help with your financial security. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. But hey, I'm along for the ride. The man of the hour, (laughs) the man with the plan, Michael Mansfield is our host and Michael from the Lind Group, uh, really great information on housing for retirement or housing for your retirement. And you've been telling us about retirement planning and housing. And you mentioned some factors that we need to consider when we're deciding where we want to live out our retirement years. So uh, since we're pointing out that housing is the largest cost that retirees are going to face, 
Are there any tips you know of or things that people can do to help minimize that cost? Oh, of course, Tony. And that's a great question. There's so many directions that we can go in with this conversation. The the first one, the simplest one that people always objectively think about, because I, I get this feeling, especially when you're dealing with people that still have 20 years to go towards retirement, is the plan was always to pay off the house. And you know what? That's still a great plan. You know, if you can pay off your mortgage as soon as possible, that is probably the easiest, best way to deal with all solutions. Um, I realize though, the area we live in when people pay five, six, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred million dollars for a house, it's a little more cumbersome to, to pay off than when you, when you're, what are their names? Joanne and Chet in Waco, Texas, that pay like $89,000 for those fixer uppers on TV. Right. Um, you know, around here, that's what people pay for cars, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's different. Boy, Southern California, it's a whole nother world, isn't it? Right. So, but still the goal is, is that if you can pay off your house as soon as possible, what a great way to do that. Not only does this eliminate one of the largest monthly bills you have, but insurance taxes and maintenance costs are only a fraction of what you've been paying on the mortgage. So it makes a whole lot of sense to chip that thing down. Um, I found I found some information on the Census Bureau data. It said homeowners ages 65 and older in Jacksonville, Florida, pay a median of $1,271 in monthly housing costs if they have a mortgage, but only $433 a month if they've paid off the home. Now, wow. granted, I realize you have to equate those numbers back to where we live, but the concept is the concept. If you can pay off the home... You know, your property taxes are really what become your rent payment moving forward. And that's certainly uh, less expensive than, you know, typical rents. Our neighbors across the street just recently rented their home out. And it's it's not a big home. It's only a three-bedroom house. And they rented it out for twenty six fifty. And I was like, ouch, you know, what a large expense to have, you know, as a rental. So that's something you have to be careful about. Obviously, if you're not in a position to be able to pay your house off effectively, then you start drilling down on some of the other things. For example, are you in a good position maybe to refinance your house at a better interest rate? Generally speaking, if you can drop your interest rate and then re-amortize the loan back to a 30-year or whatever you're looking at, obviously you're going to see a reduction in what that monthly mortgage payment's going to be. So those are some good ways to go. Sure. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. What other options are there out there for people who want to lower their housing costs in retirement? Well, you know, I think one of the big ones that people really need to consider is just simply the idea of, of downsizing. Look, your kids grow up, they move out. Do you really need four or five bedrooms? Do you even need three bedrooms? You know, this is generally a house with one or two people in it. Do you really need the big giant yard that you need to worry about maintaining as you get older? And especially if your life changes, if you're one of these people that retire and you want to travel and move around, it's kind of difficult to leave a house unattended, unmaintained, sitting empty, you know, especially with the yard growing over and whatnot. <clears throat> so a smaller space can be a, a very effective way to do that. And heck, if you don't have to mow a lawn either, that'd be nice too. Um, but you think about it. You know, if you live in Ventura and you, I don't know, if you're up on the hill and you could sell a house for $800,000 and move into town and pay $500,000, you know, maybe you end up with two or $300,000 of cash from your equity being a more manageable home and have that money to apply towards your retirement expenses. You know, so 
there's so many things. We just don't know what the right answer is. Now, the another one that I feel like I'm seeing more and more lately is the idea of relocating. Remember, you've retired. You're not tied to living by your job. You're not tied to what school your kids have to go to and all that kind of stuff. You might not want to leave if you have your family in the area, but then again, oftentimes family moves away from you anyways. So maybe relocating, kind of like I was joking from that TV show my my wife and I watch on HGTV. You know, Waco, Texas, they sell these homes for $100,000, $200,000. My gosh, that would be incredible to have a mortgage that small, wouldn't it? Yeah. So those are things to think about. What is really keeping you tied down to Ventura County? Is it the weather? Is it family? Do you still have a job? Do you really need that house? Going back to what I said kind of in our first segment here, Tony, we got to start with the big picture. Where are you at in the big picture? Why do you want to live here? What is it about here that you want to live here for? What size of a house do you need? How much can you afford net of taxes? These are the questions that you have to answer so that we can figure out the right solution. Yeah. Important. So what other options are there? Well, you know, there's, there's so many things, you know, if we, the other thing too, and I mentioned it earlier, there's some mild concerns with it, but maybe you don't want to be an owner. Maybe you want to be a renter of a property. I have to admit though, there are some risks associated with that because you can't necessarily control you know, rents going up significantly when you renew leases and that could be challenging on a fixed income. But still the idea of renting is not a crazy thing because suddenly you don't have the hassle of home ownership. You don't have to deal with the unplanned expenses when the water heater goes out and the toilet bowl cracks and all that kind of stuff. You, you pass it off to the landlords. This could be very true, especially Excuse me. If you're living in properties, if you have a home that's older that does need a lot of repairs and maintenance, that can be a big problem if you're on that fixed income. So it could be that, you know, through a conversation, the idea of renting makes sense. And I know a lot of people that feel that way. But by renting, it absolutely would free up whatever equity you have in your currently home to use towards living expenses anyways. So, you know, and then we continue on. Oh my gosh, there's so many things. You know, <laughs> there what, are. What, what are we going to do? Are. We can, yeah. you know, as mentioned, pay off your house, downsize, relocate, yeah. rent. The other thing too is if you're 62 and older, you could certainly look at the idea of a reverse mortgage. Maybe um, now reverse mortgages, there's a lot of different programs. This is something that you all need to research. You need to consider the fees, the requirements, the whole nine yards. But the concept is a reverse mortgage allows you to use some of the equity in your property to either, you know, give yourself some income and or abolish making any more mortgage payments. That could be a nice tool if you desire to stay in your home. But remember, if you move or sell the home, that loan becomes due. So you don't, this isn't something you want to take lightly at all. That's a very big decision. And to be fair, Tony, all of these things are important to consider with your financial planner, whoever you're working with. You should be sitting down. You should be talking about all the things that I'm touching on, talking about the big picture of your housing situation. See what your expenses are. See what your responsibilities are. Do you want to stay in this area or not? And I would honestly, I would have this conversation with your financial planner and or me, Mike Mansfield, certified financial planner. Give me a call. 805-500-7035. But have this conversation before you talk to a lender. 
Have this conversation before you talk to the guy that sells reverse mortgages. Right. You don't, you don't need to talk to the person that is extremely motivated by you doing something with your property. Right. You, right. You need to talk to the person that's objectively working on your side of the table. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's exactly. probably some pretty important advice. Yeah, that's great advice. Now we have to take another quick break. <laughs> Why don't you let the listeners know about the special offer you have for them today? Yeah, you know, the special offer that, we, that we've been working on is if anybody gives us a call, 805-500-7035, what we've committed is we offer a complimentary consultation, but there's kind of a, a three-part analysis that, that we are offering complimentary. One is our social security analysis. So if you come in, we will run your social security analysis completely complimentary of you. This is invaluable information. If you are married... If you were married for 10 years and divorced and not married, if you're single, whatever the scenario is, there are so many things that you can do with Social Security and so many mistakes that people make by not realizing efficient filing strategies. So we will offer that complimentary to you by just calling and scheduling a meeting with us, 805-500-7035. And you can visit our website, thelindgroup.com. And, and put in your information there. All right. That sounds great. Thanks, Michael. Listeners, please pick up the phone, give Michael a call at the Lynn Group and set up that complimentary appointment and he'll take care of you. Now, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but we're going to be right back with more from Michael Mansfield of the Lynn Group on Financially Tuned right after this. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. The Wealth Puzzle, a fiduciary guides to proper retirement planning by Michael J. Mansfield from The Lynn Group. If you're like most of our clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease the financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. That is exactly why Michael decided to author his very own book. The Wealth Puzzle, a fiduciary's guide to proper retirement planning, will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 805-500-7035 or visit thelindgroup.com to receive your copy today. And welcome back to our final segment of this episode of Financially Tuned. We're talking about housing for your retirement. Michael, you've been giving us a lot of different housing options for those nearing or already in retirement, including paying off your mortgage, downsizing, relocating, or renting. And housing is a huge expense right. in retirement, as you mentioned. It's important to explore all of the options and choose only the one that's going to work best for you personally. Now, right. we've already gone through some of the strategies for lowering the cost of housing. Are there any other suggestions you have for our listeners out there? Oh, absolutely. And then even to add to the list that you just gave us, Tony, obviously evaluating and considering refinancing and certainly reverse mortgages are a great way to to look at some other uh, avenues there. But probably the last one that I wrote down here as I was considering potential options for people, my last suggestion is considering sharing your living space. You know, look, retirees oftentimes find themselves alone, especially if a spouse passes away. So living with others can not only help you financially, but also improve your social life. You could rent out a room and you could put that money towards retirement expenses, or you could choose to do it more informally and have a roommate. Either way, the concept is, you know, bring someone you like, know, trust into your home and, and make a few bucks off of that. Um, the other thing too, which is becoming a common thing, is maybe you choose to have your adult children live with you in retirement. 
Yeah. Typically speaking, this can go both ways, but but oftentimes it's financially and emotionally beneficial to both parties um, because you know what? If you got kids, young married kids, and they got grandbabies or not, all that kind of stuff, life is expensive. Rents are expensive here. Homes are expensive here. People are figuring things out. And so sometimes it's a good opportunity to let the kids come home. So bringing the kids home, I mean, not only that you save financially, but you can also spend your retirement years creating priceless memories with your loved ones. And that's good too. And that's important because, you know, I believe in family togetherness. Yeah. So the thing is we could spend a long time sitting here talking about all the pros and cons of what we can do at the end of the day. Everybody has to make their own decision. Tony, you started the list, you know, do you pay off the mortgage? Do you downsize? Do you relocate? Do you rent? Do you refinance? Do you do reverse mortgage? Do you get a roommate? Do you let your kids live with you? My gosh, there's a lot to talk about here. I mean, who who knew? I mean, this is its own big meeting and project when we, when we communicate with people. Yeah. But remember going full circle to everything we were talking about in the beginning, rents, mortgages, home ownership is typically one of the more expensive line items in people's retirement. You know, us news says people on average retirees on average spend almost $41,000. That's a pretty big budget item. If you only have social security, if you don't have a pension, if you don't have rental properties and you're essentially living on whatever savings you've accumulated. So there's a lot of things to consider here. I absolutely encourage all of our listeners today, talk to your financial planner. If you don't have one and or your financial planner doesn't talk about things like this because they don't make money off of it, give our office a call. 805-500-7035. I would be more than happy to have a complimentary consultation with you to discuss how to maximize your retirement income cash flow. Because remember, what's coming in from Social Security, pensions, rental properties, what you're then spending on your housing, your Medicare, your medical costs, your food, your cars, the whole nine yards. We have to iron all of this stuff out before you retire. This is the only way that we're going to give you any peace of mind to not achieve retirees. Number one fear of what if I accidentally outlive my money? Yeah. You don't want to run out of money in retirement. Bottom line. And Michael, thanks for all the great advice and really digging into this topic today for us. But we're out of time for today's show. It's been a great one. That does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield of The Lynn Group. Yeah, well, thank you, Tony. And if anybody has any questions, comments, if you'd like to schedule a complimentary consultation, call our office 805-500-7035. You can visit our website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is spelled L-Y-N-D group.com. We're located very conveniently right in the middle of Ventura. We're on Victoria, right across the street from the government center. Easy to get to, great parking, easy to find. So give us a call, 805-500-7035, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and The Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 